Welcome to this podcast. I literally, I put on my story, I was like, I don't fucking know what to do this podcast on. Um, whenever it's the individual ones, I'm like, what the fuck do I talk about? People are so much better at this than me. I'm like, why do I even have a podcast? Like, truly. Um, I like, like the interviews. Like, I like doing those. And then I like doing solo ones. And I know that you guys like the solo ones. But then I'm like, what the fuck do I talk about all the time? Unless I'm doing, like, news or something that's, like, relevant, like, to the day. That there's, like, constant content I can be talking. Like, you know what I mean? Because I'm, I only really want to talk about things that, like, I, like, have, like, feel like I, like, know something about. Um, like, I'm not just going to, like, talk out, like, like just whatever. Um, like, some some people were asking on, these are all the questions and shit. Um, my friend was, like, saying, why don't you do, like, how to, like, behave during the holidays? And I was, like, I literally am, like, have the, like am, like, the worst person in my family on the holidays. So, like, I was, like, I can't, for instance, give, like, insight on that. Like, I literally can't. I used to have to take a five milligram edible before going to my mom's house on Christmas, which isn't a lot, but still it took the edge off. I like had to take an edible to go over. Sure. Whatever. Um, but anyways, I was on, I was literally just, I have to film this podcast today because this goes out tomorrow. And I, um, I sound like just like the worst fucking whatever, but, um, so I just was like, you know what, get off and just answer these things of in in the best of my abilities that I can so I'm just gonna answer like some of some of these topics that people wanted like people suggested someone goes get Joe Rogan on I feel like he could be an interesting guest yeah no fucking shit talk about the bad sides of modeling regarding inappropriate photographers etc I've talked about modeling and my like my modeling experience uh podcast I don't really talk about it too often um only because, like, I feel like I've had such great, like, I've had some bad experiences, but I don't, don't even really remember them. Um, I've never had, like, a photographer be inappropriate with me or anything like that, which is really lucky and great. I think it's, like, ha- like it's, like, 50-50 or something like that. I've just never been in that situation. Um, and I'm trying to think, like, of bad, like, pretty much my only, like, bad and negative modeling experience, like, part of it is, like, just what I did to make it worse, you know? So I, it was just more, like, me going into it with, like, no real, like, parental supervision or, like, telling me, like, what was going on. And I just kind of, like, did everything wrong doing it. But I tried, like, and, and I didn't really want it either. I have, like, no horror stories. This, maybe that's the most uninteresting thing fucking ever, but I, like, literally, like, somehow made it out unscathed. I really did. Besides my drug and alcohol use during the whole thing. But, um, yeah. Like, literally, other than that, it was fine. And it wasn't even, like, that crazy. People ask, like, a lot of style stuff. But the thing is, someone just goes Anna Kendrick. The thing is, is I, like, I do not know how to give advice on, like, clothing stuff. Like, I, I really don't. Because I don't even know what I, like, I don't really follow any advice for myself. So I, what would I even say? Um, I've said in the past, I'm like, just wear what you want to wear and, like, that's it. And, like, that is kind of what I say to myself. And, like, um, I don't know. Like, I just, like, literally just, like, put on things that I think like will look interesting to myself like I don't even care if other people like don't like it um and I just look wait until I like something in the mirror and I'm like this looks good and maybe it's not like fashionable or cool or whatever 
to other people, but I like it for myself. That's the only style advice I could really give because I don't like have like a rule book or, or um, like a formula I follow. I don't. Um, I think just like, I always say similar stuff, so I don't want to be repetitive, but like really tune into the like of what you innately like and just follow that and like try not to be too influenced by like what your friends like and stuff or like, like, I don't know, just like genuinely try to follow what you like. Try to find out what that is and get curious and whatever. To me, like clothes is just more about like expressing myself. Like it's not like, like I, I dress up all the time 24 hours of the day I'm in some sort of outfit for myself whether it's like this isn't like crazy this is like just a t-shirt obviously but like I like just genuinely like have to do it for me I just love clothes I just I love dress up I always have been like that so it's more just like I don't know like, I think it's easier when it's, like, through a genuine passion and wanting to do it rather than, like, wanting to look good or whatever. Like, I don't care. Like, obviously, to a degree, I can't, like, say I don't care about not wanting to look good. But it's not, like, the, it's not what drives me to get dressed in the morning. What drives me to get dressed in the morning is, like, total, like, passion for putting together, like, an outfit. Every morning I go into my closet and it's like my favorite part of the day of like wanting. I, I mean, I guess this is what I, I what I do to get dressed. I find like an item of clothes that I've never worn, like a new thing or an old thing I haven't worn in like literally over like years, like five years or something. If I, like, You know what I mean? And I try to make an outfit with that. And if if I don't, otherwise I'll never like wear all the clothes in my closet and they'll just kind of sit there. And I, to a degree that still happens, but that would be maybe my advice is like, try to like use like your creativity and like try to use like shitty things in your closet and make a, an outfit out of that. Again, this will only work for people who like clothes. I don't know what to say to this. My advice is to have fun and to not take style too seriously. That is truly my advice and, and just play and, 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 don't think too much about like what other people are going to think of what you're wearing and just wear what you want to wear. I, I really like as I get older and like as like I yeah, just like as I get older, I never want to like lose the part of myself that just dresses like for me, you know, like I'm not it's I, I, I really am going to make sure that stays of just like the kid in me that wants to express itself like the way she does and like some of it's like stupid to other people but I like it um so yeah that's I think just have fun and not take it too seriously or too to heart and yeah also like see who you like resonate with because like you might resonate with someone like that dresses all black like what's the fucking girl's name like Kelly Kelly Catrone fucking the girl from America's Next Top Model you know her look was just like the all black like chic whatever look like kind of like matrixy like that could be your thing or you could like the really whimsical like Drew Barrymore-esque clothes or like Gwen Stefani uh style like those are two I like those girls style I think they have such a fun like imaginative uh way of dressing like those are two girls where I'm like 
they dress especially Gwen Stefani, bro. She had the fucking coolest style ever. I think she is. I, she was ahead of her time. And same with some of Avril Lavigne's stuff. She was. She's just fucking sick. Um, but yeah. So like those kinds of things, I think are helpful to like find what you like like and what you're inspired by because like not everyone's the same and some people like a lot of color like myself and some people don't so there's not really like one thing that you could follow that's like going to help someone said lucid dreaming it's funny because my sleep problems have been so bad my whole life that pretty much every single one of my dreams i'm lucid dreaming and that is because of the sheer i like i go through i have this thing like when my insomnia is really bad that I'll just go into like like six hours of like deep rest. So I never truly fall asleep. But in the deep rest, I'll have like um, very vivid, like imaginative scenarios going, but I'm never actually asleep. Like if that makes sense. Like if someone came into my room and was like walking around, I would hear everything. Like I, I'm awake, but you're, I'm like not like, but I'm like in this kind of deep rest. So the the, the symptoms of that, um going on for like two years of my life I had a really bad insomnia like period of, I it, it it's gone forever but I it will stay it will like remain it whatever I don't know what I'm trying to fucking say I what I'm trying to say is that um <laughs> I've had insomnia forever my whole life I for some reason cannot figure out how to like fall asleep um naturally like, I, I obviously have to sleep every night, but I have to, like, do something to make me fall asleep. Um, it's brutal. But lucid dreaming, I don't know how to, like, teach someone to lucid dream other than, like, have insomnia for years and, like, whatever. Um, I talk about, like, maladaptive daydreaming and stuff like that and, like, different things that you can do with your mind. I might have, like, an expert on to, like, really del delve into that. How do you deal with people that are your friends but you know don't really care about you in the industry. Oh, damn. Um, that's actually probably been the toughest thing, specifically that, I think. For me as like a 16-year-old moving here, um, to this day, to be honest, because um, I really value friendships a lot. As I've, as I've gotten older, that's actually like magnified how much I do care about that like kind of more than a lot of things probably more like I value that kind of number one is like friends I've noticed and it actually like propels me to do everything is like this like weird like obsession with like um just friendship like not even it sounds weird to say obsession but it's like it's like I've even like gone in therapy and like we've talked about like just like your value system and like I found out like my value system is like friendship like truly and like that is what I care about the most and like that is why that aspect of my life is like good and like has never been like too toxic or like whatever like I've always like obviously you can't avoid this is why this is hard for me um bad unsafe people like you can't avoid it it will happen like just based on being alive so I've had like heartbreaks with that and like rude awakenings with that. And honestly, like I still have friends to this day where because I I don't know if other people are like this, but I can be like very like 
like cut and dry where it's like in or out of my life like I can like cut people out like to be honest that's like something I've always been able to do is just be like you're dead to me never think about it like kind of dissociate from them it's like the whole dissociation thing and like why and why I could do it with my parents and stuff so I could do it with friends and um I really am trying to not have that be my way of dealing with my life anymore so since then and I've kind of realized like I do this and I have a tendency of just like not act like just being too like sensitive maybe and like too reactive where I like don't know how to have people in my life at all if I think that they have like weird intentions or um like yeah like not a pure and like not pure intentions and now it's I'm at the point in my life where like you get older and like you you can't to especially in a life if I got rid of all of the friendships and all of the relationships I guess that I have with people that I don't consider um safe or like care about me I would literally have like I'd be isolated and there's people that do do that um and I get it like I get why they do that and I just I, I kind of more respect the people that are able to like keep it cool with everyone and just like not be so triggered by things and just be able to keep like kind of like an even keel with everybody and just know what to expect rather than um, like shut them out completely. So how I've dealt with that, like I what I, what I was going to say is like I have friends to this day who I hang out with where I still actually don't think that they care about me at the end of the day. And that's crazy to think. Um, And I, yeah, and I've like really wrestled with like, is this right? Like, am I doing the right thing or am I not, (laughs) you know? Um, I'm just really trying to like have the maturity level within myself where I like can just be cool with people who don't care about me and not expect the whole world to care about me and I I talked about this in my podcast with Iris actually that I like was like the last one to know that like not everyone cares about you and like it was like I don't know people are ruthless and they're gonna do whatever the fuck they want and uh, most people in the world aren't gonna care about you so it's again it just comes I think with acceptance of that and and it's like it's just readjusting your expectations I think for people is it's like a total skill and tool to have and for some reason like I couldn't figure that out like I when I was young like it was more like if if I don't think that you care about me I can't actually have you in my life like I can't Like, that's how I looked at it and, like, dealt with it for a really long time. And I thought I was, like, so, like, in my – I thought I was so doing the right thing and was, like, so, like, yes, this is right. But I think the harder work, like, that you do is is truly accepting people for their flaws and, like, accepting people, like, for who they are. Becoming less naive, too – I think would be part of it is is I think I had like definitely a naiveness to people and and 
how many types of people there are and that not everyone's going to be the same as you. And, um, yeah, that is a lesson everyone learns. But, um, it wasn't a lesson that I chose to accept until like later in my life where I was like, okay, yeah. Um, but honestly, like I can say now, like I am happier, I think doing it like this and like having friends, like I, I just like, I feel like I am like, I feel like this is the way to do it. It is just like being able to be friends with people that are toxic. Like I, like as someone who just like did the, like, I don't think you should be friends with people who are toxic if you have the opposite problem of not letting go. But like my problem was like letting go like too much and too frequently and just like, you know, so I'm friends with like, a, I can think of like a, a handful of people off the top of my head right now that like, I don't necessarily believe care about me and I don't necessarily think they even care about anybody except themselves. Um, and that's, that's just information in my head that I've learned about these people. And, um, just by like observation and, and, um, experience and I'm fine with them. And I think guys learn this a lot quicker than girls do because like guys are definitely more in like the competitive like arena where like, I've noticed this with a lot of guys actually where they like, like hate like their friends for some reason like they fucking hate them but they're they'll talk so much shit on like like people that they work with and like people that like are like um like I I have this like group of guy friends and they like literally all fucking hate each other and but when they're because I've I've heard them all like talk shit about each other but when they're together best friends but it, it all comes down from to this like competitiveness that they have and um, jealousy and they're just very competitive and they like kind of know what it is so it's like this weird thing that but they're they're really able to genuinely enjoy their time together so I look at that and I'm like that's cool and that's interesting and I want to be able to do that like I want to be able to do that. I don't want to be like this like sensitive like like annoying person that like like is just like no one get near me like if you've hurt me now and like no like I can't ever talk to you again and, and whatever. And just be like yeah, like I I see you and like I I'm never going to not like see you and just yeah. I think what it was, I think this is what I'm trying to fucking say. I'm so sorry if I'm like inarticulate today. I'm like literally exhausted and I've like I'm kind of nauseous. But um I didn't know how to readjust my expectations of the heart. That's what it was. So like if if I had you back in my life, I would love you the exact same way and like and and so that pro like quality made it so it had to be all or nothing because I could not bring you back and then readjust that this person doesn't care about me. It would have to be like, no, you, we care, we are like this, like this like vessel to vessel heart thing. And like, if you're in my life, like we care about, so it was like kind of this like childish, I guess, like way of looking at relationships. I don't know, but 
I like really wanted to get out of that. And just because I was limiting myself and I was isolating myself, to be honest with you, because I would get in like a girl would do something to me and I would just like be like, okay. And like literally never like talk to the the girl again. Um, and just be like, I don't want to be your friend anymore. Like you terrify me and then leave. And then like, I, that's not helpful for my life and, and it's just not good. And now I'm at the point where I am able to do the harder thing, which is not cut people out. And it is readjust your heart and be able to readjust your expectations for people. And now that is what I'm doing. And that's how I deal with that in the industry. And it's been hard for me. This specific thing that this, like that specific question has been actually a very hard thing for me to figure out. The secret lies of an Instagram influencer. It's funny because like, I do not consider myself an Instagram per Like I get, let's, I'm sure every fucking Instagram person says that. But I just like don't care that much. It I love TikTok and TikTok is so fun and I just love it. Like that app is for me. Like I just love making stupid little videos and posting them and like putting on an out. Like it's just fun and it's expressive and I love like video and motion stuff. Instagram, not my thing. It's like a little like perfectionist based and like I don't really enjoy taking photos. I enjoy taking videos. Photos is like a chore for me. That's why I don't really post that much. Like my posts are kind of like my mirror, like outfit photos, which is like literally nothing. That's like literally just the day, that day and I take a quick mirror pic and then I just collect them for like two weeks and then post it to avoid having to... um, take them when I'm out because I don't want to like that's why there's no like photo like I'll take some because I'm trying to like because it's part of my job technically I would be a much better model if I liked taking photos either be tons of like inspo like I just like there's so many girls that are so much better at Instagram than me and I used to like it more when I was young and um it was like more fun for me then. Now I just like, I just don't like taking photos. I, I really don't want to like ruin the night by like going and like taking out like a phone and taking a photo and, and half the time I like hate what I look like in them. And I'm just like, my, I don't want to see it like kind of thing. I'm not kidding. So that's the secret life of a Instagram influencer. The only way to avoid trends and being basic, but at the same time embracing those things. Hmm. I guess this, I like this because this is like more specific than just like style advice. How to avoid trends. Honestly, movies that, that for me, like really inspires me is like just seeing clothing and, uh, from films because those are just like periods of time. And so like there can be a girl in a, in a movie from like the 1950s and you love like her nightgown and like that actually really helps me because it's not like what's current and not like what's cool right now. Because the thing is, is like, there's so many things that are cool and beautiful and aesthetically nice to look at and, and like can be like appreciative, appreciated, you know, like 
there's so much that can be appreciated and i think the people that like really love aesthetics like honestly appreciate like pretty much everything um and not even just people lovers of, of aesthetics but i think people that have like a certain level of openness can appreciate kind of most things and so for me like entertainment like specifically i guess like movies tv and like cartoons for me um I find like my inspiration. So like it can be a movie from like from the 80s, but sh- this girl looks really good and really cute and I want to wear exactly what she's wearing or something similar that I can like make in my own closet. And so that that would be avoiding trends, but it would be doing something that's also was appreciated pr- appreciated and was a trend from a different time. Um so that helps me a lot like not like only do like well it doesn't like i'm not trying to like necessarily avoid trends to be honest like i don't maybe i do and i don't even notice maybe i do i'm thinking about this i think there's some trends yeah i do try to avoid if it's like really been overdone it's just becomes unattractive to me um just because i i don't want to um i'm realizing i don't want to necessarily i don't know actually I haven't really thought about it. I think it's just, yeah, I think it's just appreciating all types of beauty from all medias and just doing that. Like, what's like, this is like a weird example, but like, was there like ever like a cartoon that like a girl, like a cartoon girl character, or if you're a girl or what, if you're a boy, think of, you know what I mean? But that you looked at and you're like, this girl, I fucking love how this girl dresses. Like, I just think it's sick just dress like that like I don't know like I like just wear whatever the fuck you want and be inspired by like anything and and not just like girls on TikTok or me or anybody like just like get inspired by like just things around you and and um just see what you like like I I know that's like so like the most bland thing to say but truly like just look at like watch like fucking any movie and find an outfit that you like in it and wear something similar and it's probably not a trend that's how I avoid that is I'm not really inspired by the trends or inspired by like Instagram or anything it's more just like things that are that were appreciated and at any time is what I like and I love that we're kind of going into like a punky kind of like edgier evolution into fashion which is great i love that trend i think it's awesome and yeah i think we're heading into a really good fashion era which is sick because we just kind of were exiting like a whatever one like five years before this so this one's going to be sick i can already tell i think we are heading into indie sleaze i've been thinking this for a while i'm not the only one who thinks this but um yeah Look up Indie Sleaze on Instagram and look at their account. That is where we're going. Indie Sleaze, bro. I was wearing, like, yeah. I was trying to bring back moccasins, like, a couple months ago. And then I go to the, the, I went to the Celine show. And they were all in fucking moccasins. And I was like, this is fucking back. Indie Sleaze is back. Um, And I'm not even going to remotely, remotely claim that I brought back moccasins whatsoever because this is the thing is that things that always exist is my point the whole thing and like things are always appreciated whether they're a trend or not so i was i just appreciated moccasins because they're cool they were cool at one point so why can't they be cool now you know like 
skinny jeans eventually are going to be cool again. They actually probably with the indie sleaze thing will come back, I think, a little bit. You should watch White Lotus and talk about it every after every few episodes. I loved White Lotus. I finished it. The ending was so fucking sad and disappointing. Like, so disappointing. And really mean and just fucking whatever. Criticism from people who solely know you are know you from social media <laughs> um i mean this this is the thing is like i just like tell myself like no one actually cares about like what i'm doing and like even if they care like even the people that care i'm like they only really care for like a second and like even you know what i mean so they don't really care um and like i'm not immune to like not getting upset like i'll, I'll get upset for like a second or like like, I've been, like, canceled on Twitter, like, three times now. Um, and, like, people, like, just, I don't know. Like, I don't really care now, you know. Um, but it would upset me at the time, for sure. But this is, like, what I say to myself. I'm just, like, like, you're, like, five seconds on their screen, you know, like, truly. And then they go to the next thing. So, like, they don't really care. And then even the people, like, again, like, the people that are commenting and are, are like, like whatever like involved in like criticizing or whatever like don't really care so that's kind of what I tell myself I kind of just say like no one cares it's like kind of like this like nihilistic like view of it but like it's kind of true like no one really cares and then people like the even even if you like let's say you do really fucking care like you're one of those people like well I that's so lame so it's like I I don't care about the people that care that much like that's just pathetic you know so there's almost just like this yeah it's also like an acceptance too i think i've had with it recently where i'm just kind of like yeah like people are gonna say whatever they want and people like are going to like people like like to bully people online like we're in an age where mother Teresa herself would get like twitter hate you know like that's just how it is so and like it's just truly like the age of the internet so you just have to accept that i think and then um not let it like seep into you i truly the the thing that helps me is, is truly saying that no one cares really cares like because they're just thinking about themselves like they they go they they comment the thing and then they're like like really like in their ways about it and they feel good about it and then they put their phone down and then they like think about like their like boyfriend or something so it's like i don't like no they know they don't even care like they just don't so like you know like i don't know like that's just what i say to myself and yeah i don't know that that really helps me with like criticism of any sort i'm just like no they don't even really care like this is like who cares like no one but i can still get upset sometimes don't get me wrong i still can that concludes my podcast thank you so much for watching and yeah i will see you next week with an interview with someone that i think you'll really like <laughs>